Now, as much as I hate to interrupt this episode, I wanted to let you know that if you're looking to improve your life, business, or relationships, then you should check out the Grounded Store. On there, you'll find biblically inspired books, journals, and other resources that God has given me over time to empower his people to live the lives that he intended for them to live. If you're interested and want to check these books out, you can do so by going to thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. Once again, that is thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. And you will even check a link in the description that will take you right there to see these things that God has given us. Now, we got that out the way. Let's get back to the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ground to Get Real Life Topics from a Biblical Perspective. My name is Brian Boyd. Today's topic is the keys of power. And everyone, as always, I pray that you all have been safe and well and been blessed throughout this week. And before we get into this topic, please be sure to like and share this video if you're viewing this on social media. And if you're one of my amazing listeners, please be sure to download this episode, share it with your friends, as well as follow the Grounded Podcast on all social media platforms. But anyone else, without further ado, Let's get into the topic. And if you watch the last week's topic about the power of you, this is really a continuation of that because in that message, I talked about the concepts of time, self-worth and self-reflection and why that's so critical to your life. And tonight I'm going to give you the keys, no pun intended, on how to use that power. We're going to do so using Matthew 16 verses 15 through 19. And As always, everyone, just a quick background with this story. We see Jesus and his disciples traveling throughout the known world at that point, preaching the gospel and the kingdom of God to the Jews. And after this, Jesus has just finished getting talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees about the signs under heaven. And after that, he gets on the boat with his disciples and they travel to this place called Syracuse Philippi. And yes, I had to look that up. Yes, I had to know how to pronounce it. But the end of this story is that he gets to the shore and he asks his disciples who they believe he is. And we pick up that conversation in Matthew 16, verse 15 again. And it reads that he said to them, but who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I'll also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And everyone, to sum this up really quick, in these verses, we actually see a lot going on here. And the first of which is revealed to Simon by God that Jesus is indeed his son. He is the savior that he is sending in the world to die for our sins. And here in response, we see Jesus give him the name of Peter. And this is really a huge thing biblically, because if you know it or not, all of the names that we see are actually translations of what those names may be. And Peter here, for instance, is actually translated in the Greek, not in the Hebrew, as the word stone. And if you know about anything in biology, a stone is any piece of a rock that's broken off of a living rock. And this is so big spiritually because this means that Jesus now acknowledges Peter as a true follower of him. And because of this, he has been given the same power that Jesus has right here on the earth. Because Jesus is referring to the word of God as the rock. 
and anything that breaks off from him has to share those qualities. And that's pretty much the topic of the night, y'all, walking you through like what these things mean and what those mean for us. Because when Jesus said this to Peter, he also later on talked about it with the rest of his disciples, which means for us today's time, us 2,000 some years later to the future, that if we follow Christ, we also share in these same keys and we also have this same power. And to do that and to break that up with y'all, we're going to be looking at verse 19 specifically. And to break that down, we're going to look at the very first part of this. And it reads that, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And everyone through this part of the verse, we see Jesus use a physical example of these keys to explain of spiritual principle. And when you actually look at keys in nature, they can do one or two things, right? First of which they can give you access to things, to doors, to opportunities and areas that you may have not had access to before. And then on the opposite end, keys also has the ability to restrict you from doors and opportunities and situations that you didn't have access to. You won't be able to get into those things at all. And that's pretty much what it means here on the spiritual concept, because if we're followers of Christ, he has given us the keys to heaven, which in this particular verse is translated to the word eternity. And it works so well because in the last episode, I explained that eternity is the power that's inside of us, the power through Christ to achieve any and everything that we put our minds to and we work towards. And that's the same power of these keys. They give us access to eternity. Anything that we may need to fulfill the purpose that God has for us is right inside of us. And to go into that specifically, there are two functions of the keys, as I mentioned once again, and the spiritual principle is actually going to come from the second part of this verse. And it reads that whatever you bind on this earth will be bound in heaven. And simply put, with these keys, we have the ability to close doors of things that can hinder us from accomplishing our purpose in life. And these can be situations, these can be people who don't have our best interests at heart, or this can even be good opportunities that may be nothing more than a distraction for us. And, you know, just a side conversation real quick. That's pretty much what I was talking about in Monday's message of walking purpose, because there will be there won't always be bad opportunities that come into your life. They'll be really good ones. And they sound amazing on the outside. They appear to be everything that you want them to be. You know, going back to the story of the garden, it appears to be that apple. It appears to be that fruit that you have no business with. That seems to be the thing that's going to bring it through. But everyone, I can tell you from experience that every good opportunity that comes into life may not be for you. And that's something that you have to to fill out and pray to God and ask him for direction on, because I can't tell you how many times that I've had many amazing opportunities in life. And some of most of which I neglected, but some I did take on. And when I took them on, they didn't mean me any good. And honestly, I got right back to where I started. And that's something that you have to understand. You know, once you bind stuff on earth, the purpose of binding and bounding stuff is you know, having the discernment, having the wisdom to, understand what's for you in life and the things that are not for you in life and then having the ability to use that key to block the stuff that means you no good in life and like i said that can be anything that could be something as small as rejecting the job offer to you moving people out your life leaving relationships that aren't doing you any good or like i said maybe that has something to do with you just going to another place you know you have to be able to understand and buying those things that mean you no good at the end of the day. And 
with that being said, you know, that kind of brings me into the second point too, because not all things are bad. And that comes to the third verse of whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And the biggest takeaway from this is that sometimes in life, you know, opportunities may come, but at times you may have to be the person to create those opportunities. And, you know, by all means, you know, understand that God will present you with things in life, but it's ultimately up to you to seize the moment and to seize those opportunities that he has given you. And, you know, it's funny because when I wrote this message, it made me think about a sermon I heard from Pastor Nathaniel Bronner a while back, uh, brothersoftheword.com, you know, if you want to check it out, but he talked about the concept of how God will put opportunities in our lives. And he used it in the form of a rabbit. God will put the rabbit in the field. But oftentimes, many of us as people, we expect God to not only put the rabbit in the field, but we expect him to kill the rabbit, skin the rabbit, cook the rabbit, and then feed the rabbit to us. And that's not his will for us. That's not the thing that he wants us to do. God puts the rabbit in the field. He loses the opportunity for us to go and get the rabbit and do the things that we need to do. And this right here, I can use so many, so many examples, man. I can talk about relationships. I mean, yeah, let's talk about relationships. Okay. So, you know, with this being said, you know, we, at times, you know, and this is not to put anybody out there, we could be homebodies at times. And one of the things that I learned is that if you want the things that you want, if you want a relationship or you want a wife or you want a husband, you know, if you're a homebody, you got to leave the house and go out there and put yourself in a situation for God to bring these people to you. You know, in a perfect world, somebody will come and knock on your door or whatever, you know, you open the door and your person to be is like right there. But, you know, even though God has the power to do that more times than not, he wants us to go out there and do it. And as we go and understand these things. And as we continue to do these things, we understand that, you know, you have to go for the opportunity because when you take one step, God will take two. You know, if God sees you moving in the place to open these opportunities up, God will open the doors for you. You know, that old saying, we used to say at the church, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. And that's true because, but you have to be willing to leave that door in order to walk into another one. And that's, the concept of loosening stuff. And y'all, it's it can go so much deeper than that. But, you know, understand here more than anything that, you know, if you want opportunities to come into your life, you have to create those opportunities. If you want a new job, you know, you got to start putting your resume out there and getting the other people to see you, you know, and God will open those doors for you. He'll open up interviews and things for you that you didn't know you had coming. And that's the way God works. You know, if you want to start a business, you know, put your paperwork out there, put the effort in to grow your business and everything will come. You know, the people will come to buy your stuff. The people will come to help you. The resources and all that you need will align itself up with you. Like I said, going back to the concept of dating, if you're a person out there, you're looking for marriage or you're looking for a relationship, you got to get out the house sometime. You know what I mean? Get into a place where you can meet other like-minded people and God will set up those connections for you. But at the end of the day, like I said, you had a key, but you have to be willing to use it and loose it. And, you know, that pretty much brings up the summary of this message. You know, God has, in a sense, given us the keys to do any and everything that we want on this earth. And that pretty much comes back to his original intention for us, which God wanted us to rule the earth alongside of him. And that comes with so much responsibility, but it also comes with a level of accountability because God has oftentimes already given us the power. He's given us the keys to control the things that come in and out of our lives and to create the best opportunities for that. And that's what it means about God has given us the keys 
to the windows of heaven because we have the ability to access gifts and talents and all of these things within us to accomplish the things that he wants. So he's also given us the ability to access the wisdom. All we have to do is ask it for wisdom when it comes to making these decisions and using these keys in order to figure out what's good and bad for us. And then the first part of those keys is, all, you know, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. So whatever you restrict in your life, whatever you restrict from coming to distract you, that's the thing that is going to move out the way. It has no choice but to move out the way if you deny the decision. And like I said, sometimes that's not always the easiest thing, but that's why it's so important to understand what you want in life and what you want out of life. Because when you do that, I can't explain it. It like it aligns your life to the things that you want to do. And it also aligns your life to the opportunities that are really meant for you. And it'll remove the things that you don't necessarily want. But like I said, that comes down to you using the keys of wisdom to understanding what's for you, what's not for you, and getting rid of those things. And then last but not least, you know, whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Sometimes you have to create your own opportunities. Sometimes you may have to step out on faith and go and get these things done because God will give you the opportunity and God will open the doors for you, but you have to step out on faith and get it. It's just like that rabbit in the field. You know, God will put the rabbit in the field and he'll also give you, most times he'll give you the tools to get the rabbit, but you got to go out there and get the rabbit at the end of the day. All right. And after you do that, he'll provide everything else for you as well. He'll give you the seasons and all that you need to season the rabbit and cook the rabbit and all. And they have a good meal. And that comes for everything in your life. If you're one of those people, you're looking for business opportunities or looking for another job, put your stuff out there, you know, share it with the world. And God will have a way of bringing those people in to help you along the way. And then same thing again with relationships. You know, if you're a person, you're out there looking for a relationship, you're looking for a marriage go out there, go meet new people. You know, I don't, you know, this ain't a day to show up like that. I don't recommend social media. I recommend, you know, going out and actually seeing people. I know that's kind of hard with the virus, but you know, these are the things that you have to do. You have to put yourself out there in a space where God can do the things that he's supposed to do. And when those things happen, you know, great things happen for each and every person that tries them. But anyway, y'all, like I said, that's pretty much it. You know, I thank you all so much for watching and more than anything, I hope you all got something out of this message because it's a lot that I can really talk about, but it goes too deep, like theologically, man. And, but at the core of this, you know, understand that you have control over your life. Everything that you have, you already have the keys to, the keys to allow or deny stuff in your life in order to help you get to where you need to be. And that's accomplished through the spirit that God has given each and every one of us. But anyway, y'all, I pray that you all be well. I pray that you all be safe. As always, I thank you so much for watching this video. If you love what you see, please be sure to like and share across social media, all of your friends. And like I said, if you're one of my amazing listeners, please be sure to download the episode and like it on social media as well. But in the meantime, everyone, I love you all so much and I will see you all very, very soon. My name is Brian Ford and I'll sign it off. Peace.